It'll do, pig, it'll do. That'll do. Not that you're a pig. I don't mean that. That's not nice. No? That's well. an insult to pigs. <laughs> if you didn't care what happened to me and I didn't care for you, we would zigzag our way through the boredom and pain and occasionally glancing up through the rain in Spain and mainly on the plane. You're listening to episode 67 of Time to Lean. Here's a song with your host, John and Phil. Phil and John. Pigs. Speaking of pigs, there's pugs, and then there's dogs, and you're, you're, you have yeah, dogs. So this is an interesting interesting day. Um, since we last recorded, um, well, first of all, it's September 11th, so oh. that's great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nobody needs to hear us talk about that. No. Well, I, guess, I guess if we really want to, we can tell share what we were doing but um and i have a new addition to my family birdie birdie the golden retriever who's now i think 12 weeks old birdie k or sometimes (laughs) we we just call her bert (laughs) ernie yeah it's so funny because you know the two animals hey bert they're they're actually if if anybody is bird it's the cat, <laughs> and you know the dog the is dog more is of an Ernie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we should have named her Ernie. Apparently. Ash. Yeah, they you know Ash is grumpy and we have our challenges, but oh, we all do. Um, the puppy likes to try and play with the cat, and he. he doesn't want to, and he sits there and kind of bats her on across the face, yeah. and hisses and looks angry. And but he just he he doesn't leave either, though he's not <laughs> that angry. And of course, the puppy doesn't get it. It's like, oh, is this playing? <laughs> no, she's just more like, why don't you play? <laughs> is this your way I of don't playing? Understand. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, she's a little frustrated, I think. And then she kind of gives up and does something else. But that, well. that's the thing. There. They really don't have a attention span. Yeah. At this stage. And at some point she'll learn that yeah, that cast no fun. <laughs> just give yeah, up, just they give most up. of the time they ignore each other. The biggest challenge in our house right now is keeping Birdie out of the cat's room where his litter box and food are. Ah. And yet allowing the cat to have access and we haven't really gotten uh because she's still about big enough she could fit through a cat door oh and i think that's going to be what we do soon because she's getting bigger but right now she's about the size of the cat oh i see well she's growing fast though and she and she knows where that room is so it the cat door isn't going to stop her no so we have to kind of manage it with uh, gates and make sure the cat has access yeah that's it and cats can jump still great cat Great cat can't jump. <laughs> I'm a little slow today. Yeah. That's because I'm fucking tired, and yeah, I have I'm 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 battling a cold. I probably sound like it. Oh, um, not not COVID, but I I have a old fashioned yeah. respiratory, just just a little sore throat, a little congestion. People are starting to get those again now. Yeah, I, I, it's great. I'd say I'm all, almost forgotten what these are like. <laughs> and, you know, good segue. Um, I'm drinking uh, Kirkland 12-year-old blended scotch. Oh. Kind of the scotch by upgrade, scotch by plus in, <laughs> in, in the streaming parlance. 
<laughs> and um, on ice because I, well, I can taste okay and I can smell. When you have a cold, it your your tense tense of paste no <laughs> sense of taste. <laughs> this is terrible. Tense of um, paste. That's the title. <laughs> yes, get that, John. Yeah. Isn't quite what it is, and I, I I've got some new whiskeys. I I'm going to talk about sometime that I picked up. But I'm gonna hold off on those until I feel better. So, well, yeah, and, and I think both of us are still kind of recovering from the uh, from the uh, fall prep. John and I both yeah, work they, at exactly. universities yeah, we, and getting the classrooms ready. School. And oh my god, every year it seems to take a little bit more out of me. We haven't recorded for a while, and I'm not done with the editing. Or I'm not done with the, my edit of the last one. So, my edit pass. You did the first edit, but. Yeah, that's right. We do have that coming soon, fortunately. Of course, when people listen to this, it'll already have been out, probably. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it'll be time for Christmas. Wrong! Well, what is the Kirkland Plus yeah. like? I mean, how does it compare to the the baseline? Well, it, it, it has more depth. Um, it's the same strength. They're both 40%. It definitely has a little bit of a... It's a little less sweet. Uh, you can almost taste the malt... Uh, flavor in it more than you can it's just a little better it, it, it's less um young tasting or it has sure. i think it has less grain whiskey and it's also 12 year yeah well um it's very equivalent to um <clears throat> in, the, in as far as quality level i think it's very equivalent to uh, say chivas regal 12 year oh that, that's the closest thing i've tasted to it which is kind of a comparable i don't think i've ever had that i could be wrong uh, chivas is fine yeah it's a mass market blend um if you can find it cheap it's pretty decent oh um, i'll have to check it you out can, you can often find it for 20 bucks or something yeah and it's it's not bad for that price okay um it's but it's it's also similar to a johnny walker black label yeah in that quality range i think i slightly prefer black label if I, i've tasted them both side by side and the black label has just a tiny bit of smoke to it, which I think this does not have. Oh, it's and nice to I, have a little smoke. So, although I've, I've experimented and just done a tiny couple of, just a splash of a peated whiskey in it, it, it actually makes it taste really good. Oh, you make your own blend. John exactly. Blend. Yeah. Johnny Sitter. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Dog Watcher. So, yeah. So, that's what, what, do, you, what do you, do you have anything? Yeah, I have a well. This time of year is 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 wonderful for me because I like amber beers. I don't like the real uh, hoppy stuff or the or the uh, you know a, a regular lager can lack flavor. Or I um, and uh, but this time of year the Oktoberfests come out and they're uh, they're you know yeah. I guess it's a lager, but it has a lot more going uh, in, in a lot more flavor in it than a regular like. Budweiser or whatever. That's a Pilsner, maybe. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It says Marson-style lager. I don't know. But other other Oktoberfests I've had describe themselves as an amber. So I'm not sure what the difference is. But, but anyway, it's a good time of year for me because I can usually someplace will have a, even if they don't normally have an amber beer, they'll have an Oktoberfest this time of year. So Nice. That's cool. That's really cool. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. And of course, we we started school, and everybody's back I on campus. John. The dog is sorry. I was muted. The dog is bothering him, probably. 
So, um, no, we Maybe started having technical difficulties. Can you hear me? How about now? Hello. Hello. John. Hello. Oh. <laughs> oh, was that you? Your problem? <laughs> My what he- Phil do this time? No, my headphone jack comes out really easily. Oh, that's terrible coming from somebody named who once was named Headphone Jack. <laughs> God. Oh, no. This is not a good sign. Where, where were we? <laughs> I was talking about actually. We were fast. nowhere. <laughs> yeah. We're going nowhere fast. Hello. You know me. I met Uncle Hat. I just uh, wanted to interrupt you for a little bit to tell you about the good folks at Bloodbath and Beyond, Army Surplus. Tiny and his special friend Mark have all of the uh, militaria you might need for whether or not it's uh, survival or a cosplay. They got the various clothing and uh, soldier bags, uh, even a 50 cal BMG bottle opener condor fanny bag that kind of thing uh, I don't remember having a fanny bag in the army but whatever whatever. I don't know maybe they have fanny bags now and then I, I'm on a tangent now but I want to tell you that the, the good folks at uh, Bloodbath and Beyond Army Surplus are there to serve you like you've served even if you haven't served well we've all served someone you got to serve somebody. Some of us have been in food service, and some of us have been in customer service. Some of us have been in military service. I guess, looking back, when I was in food service, it might have been good to have some of the the items that they sell at Bloodbath and Beyond Army Surplus. This is at Uncle Hama. Actually not. This is at Uncle Hat, and I'm here to... Signing off and tell you to you maggots to drop and give me 20. And then run on over there to the Bloodbath Beyond Army Surplus. Thanks for listening. God bless. Yeah, no, actually, you were right, though. The puppy is kind of fucking around down here. Um <laughs> Chewing on your toe or something. Much she can get actually right now. She's chasing her tail, which is always a good sign. Yeah. Um, go go play with yourself. <laughs> go play with yourself. You don't normally tell a kid to do that, but a, well, a dog you can. No. <laughs> I, I, so MJ is upstairs, and she could you know, the dog could go up there and, and play with toys and stuff, but she is down here instead. And I think she's frustrated because I have the door to the cat room closed. Oh. I don't know. My cats, if we close the door, that that's the room they want to be in. Well, now our cat is sitting out in the... It, the cat room is inside the laundry area, laundry area of our house. Yeah. And there's some dirty clothes waiting to be washed on the floor. And the cat is sitting in a giant pile of dirty clothes. <laughs> like they want to do. <laughs> it's and the dog is running around chasing her tail. It's a typical day here at my house. <laughs> For now, anyway. Yeah, this is just a tough stage where the, the, the dogs just can't be trusted yet. In, you can't let them out of your sight. The dogs can't be trusted. Um, we've had some luck getting her to sleep in a crate at 
night when we're asleep. So that's been good. Yeah. But during the day, she pretty much has to be kept track of. Does she, is she sleeping a little longer in between? Her bladder's getting bigger or whatever? She's holding it. She's definitely holding it more. I, I, in fact, the last few nights I've only gotten up once during the night. Oh, nice. And I've, I've, even the last few times when I was getting up more frequently, I had to get her up <laughs> to go out. And, um, so she seems to be, uh, sleeping more through the night, which is good. Oh, Got, excellent. They're like little kids. You have to put them on a schedule. Yeah. It, it just takes, longer <laughs> yeah yeah totally. with kids would take and I, years she's getting accustomed to sleeping in there which is really good yeah it comes in handy if you have to travel with them right they'll, they'll anybody who has a dog knows what i'm talking about i suppose maybe they maybe some dogs find it comforting to have their little spot they go into and that's that's the idea um some don't behind probably. those yeah yeah it's a little little cave they can go hang out in so that's exciting. Yeah, I just I, I there hasn't been much doesn't been much going on other than um, getting the classrooms ready and and uh, then trying to relax. <laughs> that's about. Of course, it. Our, our getting the classrooms ready coincided with most of our staff at my school coming back to the office full time. Oh, so that created more work, and like everybody else on the planet, we're short staffed. Sure. Thanks, it's, Joe it's Biden. Kind of, yeah. No, I, I, I think it's still Obama's fault. <laughs> Thanks, Obama. <laughs> Thanks, He's playing Biden. golf. Yeah, the, the, yeah. Na- the neighborhood page here, or the neighborhood Facebook page is every now and then, why is Caribou closed? It's like, well, they don't have any staff right now. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe you have to pay 50% more for your latte. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I don't know how that's going to yeah. work out. I, I don't know. The unemployment thing has run out, uh, sadly enough, on Labor Day. And <laughs> that, that, that that's ironic. Like something they, they could have probably planned better. But <laughs> but um, oh. it'll be interesting to see if that's really a factor, because I, I, I'm not convinced it's the only reason things are short-staffed. No, I, I mean... It, I think it, it's, it, for some people, it probably is. Economists are saying that's it's not. I mean, there's just all kinds of issues going on right now. It's not, you know. I mean, the daycare thing is a big deal. I mean, if people, that's what I was about to say. Childcare is really a problem that if, people can't afford to go back to some of those jobs because the daycares are closed or they don't have enough people. Or well, even looking it's a, back, it's a big, big, big picture. Even looking back, I mean, day, child daycare was uh, was pretty expensive. And, and, um, and, uh, you know, we were both working and, you know, I, I can see where people get into these things where they're like, gee, if one of us stays home would save that money. And, and, you know, I, I, I get it, but we couldn't, we couldn't afford to do, do it that way. I wasn't making enough and, and she wasn't either. So I guess I would have stayed home maybe. I don't know. But, uh, I just, just lock them up at home. <laughs> Create them. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, you got to be able to create them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if we both had to work, I know we, if we had to, we we could put her in a crate all day. Yeah. She wouldn't enjoy it, but she, she'd tough it out. Well, I mean, MJ works. She just can work at home. But Yeah, which is proving to be tougher than we expected. 
Yeah, I suppose. It's hard hard to concentrate on things or be in meetings when you never know if the puppy is going to start getting active and into mischief. Yeah, she's naughty. Of course. Yeah, in in that way, it's it's been really a tough last couple of weeks. Yeah. On on her, and and I'm I'm trying to, (laughs) desperately trying to get everything done and get home so I can relieve her, but... Yeah. Uh, that you know, just that—that's the unfortunate timing of this, which um, it's a hard time of hard time of year it, to get home early. <laughs> it, it, it totally is. I mean, yes, I guess in a perfect world, I would have gotten the dog say back in May or June or something. Yeah. But yeah, it's those things are hard to plan. The, the finding finding a litter of a certain dog that you're looking for is is kind of challenging. Right. And this this is when this one came along, and so, it, oh, and plus it's not winter. Better. I don't have to be taking her out there when it's below zero. Yeah, it, it'll it'll get better. Yep, it will improve. She's growing fast. Um, I took her over to Andy R's house today. Oh, and, the, know, he has a puppy that's just a little older. The Quizmaster. Quizmaster Andy's dog Stanley, who appeared on a recent episode. <laughs> Stanley. Stanley, that's a great name. Actually, I like it. <laughs> um Stanley is, is so he's a lab so similar kind of dog as Bertie is and he is a so I think he's a month two months older or something like that that's that's right yeah and he is huge much much bigger it was you know he was just a little too large <laughs> to, <laughs> to play with Bertie who's who's much much smaller but they're still both at that kind of clumsy Puppy they stage. both actually they both act about the same, but he's much three times, four times bigger. I, they probably liked it. They probably got. They probably had fun though. I think they did. Just that um, he he's so exuberant and bounces around so much that she she it's too much for her, and so she kind of has to get out of the way or gets stepped on. <laughs> yeah, get, get plowed over. That's that's funny. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of a but. Give me a, an idea of what Bertie will be like in a couple months. Oh yeah, yeah. So the the good part is his teeth are not as sharp as hers are. Oh, those those puppy teeth are so sharp. What a, what a difference uh, a month makes when it comes to a puppy though, or two months. Yeah, they grow incredibly fast. Um, Bertie gained two and a half pounds in just over a week. Oh, so did I recently. <laughs> yeah, hey. <laughs> Actually, I lost weight. <laughs> well, there you go. Yay. I'm on that Noom so, thing. Anyone ever any of our listeners on Noom? I don't yeah, know. Seen on Ask Your Doctor. No. Yeah. They advertise a lot. Yeah. Well, my doctor actually mentioned it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it sounds like one of those things that is more about kind of showing you or teaching you how to eat better and things like that. And Yeah. You know, there's three categories. I think I've talked about it on here before, but there's three categories of food. and You know, right. you limit you limit the reds and the oranges are, or the, I mean, the oranges. The yellows are, yeah, okay, but not too many of those either. And you can eat all the greens you want, but. And you can't go near Taco John's. No. I, well, you can, <laughs> you can eat anything, but the, the. Yeah. that you want but the problem is if i did go to taco john's i'd probably have to have like a salad for breakfast and lunch or something but <laughs> but it would be worth it i i'm gonna go to taco john's again <laughs> one of these days soon maybe next time i'm up there yeah there you go taco john's and a fine scotch <laughs> oh that's heaven I tell you. <laughs> what pairs well with a taco burger i don't know yeah 
probably just scotch by scotch. Scotch by scotch. Yeah. Ding. So we we can do a, a the nine eleven thing is kind of overplayed and everything, and well, all, all I can really say about it, I mean, I I do have a pretty vivid memory of the day. That was weird. And I was I was at the U of M at that time. Yeah, we were we both were. Yeah, and well, I still am. But I I remember hearing driving into work that morning and hearing it on NPR. Mm-hmm. That that it was just happening, I think, and they were just starting to get reports, and it just was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then you know, I went into the office, <clears> and then you kind of figured out what was going on, and it was just at the time when you could pull up uh, live news video on your computers and all that stuff. And yeah, so I think I'm pretty sure I had CNN all on, on a browser window all day or something like that. Yeah. Watching it. And <clears throat> yeah, I, that was just, yeah, it was, it was really surreal. And I, I, I everybody kind of still worked and did their job, but why well, it was just, it was weird. very distracting. I don't yeah. think uh, the, the product productivity levels were terrible. Yeah. But, but then again, they should have just said, God, just go home, you know? I mean, oh, what the I'm hell? Sure. But maybe yeah. they're, <laughs> well, maybe I maybe I need to stay here. I don't know what's happening. Because you didn't yeah, know well, how far it was. Those, those first hours, you, you didn't know what else was going to happen. I mean, there were no, and there were no planes in the sky for the, for a while. And, and uh, it, it was just eerie, the, 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 the silence of it after that was. At the, and I believe that my sister Megan and her husband had just gotten, they were on their honeymoon out west and. They they couldn't get home or something like that, and they had to drive back. Oh, sure. It was a weird, really weird time. No flights. Not not to trivialize it. No, by no, any no. Means, but so I mean, that, yeah, that's I, what I remember though. <laughs> a lot, a, you know, a lot of people died, and it was it was really crazy, and and uh, and but afterwards, you know, it wasn't so great for Muslims and people of that wore turbans, and <laughs> it's like. People that weren't even Muslim were being harassed after that. Oh yeah, it, yeah. Anybody who's in the vaguely ethnic looking Sikhs or something, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are anyone brown skinned. I don't know. I, that was it was awful. And, and I, <clears throat> Phil, I think I, I emailed this out this morning. This um, article yeah. that a, a pilot wrote about. His, I didn't read it because he he was on a flight that I think he said his flight was. It was at the same airport that one of the 9-11 hijacker planes was on, and his was, like, right after it. Oh, my God. On the, on the, on the runway. Like, he... he That's he, so weird. It's freaky. Yeah, yeah. He's 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 an airline pilot and was at the time. And that... He, he was headed elsewhere, but that he basically was in, in, in mid-flight to a destination. And I think he was what they call deadheading, if you ever heard of that term. Uh, no. That's when uh, pilots and other and flight crews and stuff like that are, um, they they take a flight on their own airline to get to a place so they can work on a flight. Oh, okay. So he was on it. He needed to go down to, like, I think he said Orlando, and he's based out of Boston. Oh, okay. So that he could fly a plane out of Orlando. <laughs> That's how they have to move the crews around What a sometimes. weird job. And and so they if there are empty seats on the plane, they, they give them to these pilots or flight attendants. So they can get to the airport where they oh, need I, to work. I've seen that sometimes when I'm on a flight, there'll be a pilot or a flight attendant or something. Yeah, so that's usually what the, why that is, and, and that's what they all call is deadheading. And they all like the Grateful Dead too. So apparently, I hope so. But yeah, and he he said that yeah, midway through they 
diverted to the nearest airport and he had to rent a car and drive home. <laughs> Jeez. And and he but he had a really good way of putting the changes that may not have been intentional by the hijackers and Osama bin Laden and yeah. all them that they they in in some cases they were wildly successful in that they radically changed how our country works in the way we fly. Yeah. Because and and, and the fact that and, and I've always he's written about this many times in the past so it's not new but what he calls kind of security theater that, Yeah. But almost really doesn't address the reason that the 9-11 hijackers were successful in the first place was no. because they were they took advantage <clears throat> of a mindset that hijackings went a certain way and nobody had ever tried to do this before. It was a surprise thing. Yeah. That they didn't, you know, they talk about, oh, they managed to slip these box cutters through the TSA. Well, there wasn't TSA then, but <laughs> um, through through security. And so we have to make sure nobody can get box cutters on planes anymore. And that's not actually the point of why it was successful. It was successful because nobody expected somebody to, to commandeer an aircraft and fly it into a building suicide style. No. I'm, and that's the reason they could have they could have he could they could have fashioned weapons out of broken bottles or anything on the plane. They didn't have to smuggle anything in well, to so do this. Now you can't have bottles on the plane or anything. So well, the, the, but there are things on the plane you could make into weapons. Right, this, in, the, if you fly on a first class belt. plane, there's uh, there's china and you know oh. little booze bottles. That there, there's almost anything could be you know, pieces of plastic could be fashioned into a weapon that you could menace somebody with and well but then do they have the no fly list and all this other stuff so i, I mean they're, well there's they're, they're not, i'm not saying the, some of these things are not um important and probably the most important thing that they did security wise is that they screen more for explosives which that that's great and they also make sure the cockpit doors are locked up and, and they yeah. can't be busted down easily and because that that's the reason they were able to do this is because the cockpit doors were these flimsy little things wow. you could just bust down. I remember and... my, my very first flight when I was a little kid, um, my grandma took me up to uh, go go to the go to the whatever they call it, the pilot's yeah, go to the flight deck, yeah. Flight deck. And yeah. I get to meet the pilot and stuff. That was really cool. And I got to look for, I got to see their view and and all the all the knobs and buttons and stuff and I was like, How in the hell did they do that? It made me a little nervous perhaps because how do you how, <laughs> it's like this is looks very complicated but i was like i don't know five or something but yeah and, and the, the other fact the other factor of this is not just that they could get into the cockpit but that the the passengers on the plane did not resist because yeah. again the mindset was that well they they want to hijack the plane so they can fly it somewhere or they're holding hostages or that because that's how it's worked in the past back yeah. in the 70s and 80s and whatever but then the and technology so, no, was improved enough that on that flight 93 was that what the mm -hmm. one that yep. they they were starting to get the message what was going to happen and they they exactly. took that and, they, and, they ran and they that plane back, to the ground and, and <laughs> it, it changed that quickly yeah that the technology was like the 911 people could never pull this off again yeah. on a flight it, not not in the same way i'm not saying that they couldn't do something else but uh doing that exact thing it's just not nobody. You know the yeah. the passengers would would just completely go bonkers and stop it. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, and, and they so tried, all this, they all tried this different crap, things. You know, you know the mad, yeah, all, the mad it, shoe it, bomber and the underwear the bomber. The shoe bomber and, and the liquids thing and all this yeah. stuff is is just insane. But they were kind of seemed to be thwarted every time so far, so, thankfully. So, yeah. So anyway, that, I thought that was a good or continues to be a good argument. <clears throat> and how how but how that all changed and how much well basically the attacks besides the awful death and destruction. Uh, and of course, Afghanistan and everything else, which we don't have to get into now. No, awful, yeah. awful as it is, all of that. Um, but just the general misery that it added to how we fly. No, it just yeah. I mean, things did change, you know. And, yeah, yeah, and, completely. And, not, and it may even, not have been even what for they just intended. for for white people. But yeah, I, I think <laughs> I think the idea that from what I remember. That their goal was actually to kind of spark some kind of a, a religious war or something like that. Yeah. yeah you could argue that they they were very successful because look look at all the waste that we did in Iraq and Afghanistan. Yeah. And some of the other things we did, surveillance things. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. We 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 were willing to sort of overreacted. Maybe I don't know. Create creation I guess so. of the largest government agency in history, the TSA. Yeah, and all all the things they do, and it, it's this. It ironically created by a Republican president, but the largest bureaucracy in history. Yeah, <laughs> by by George W. Bush. So. Yeah. Thanks, Ralph Nader. And Brownie Brownie wasn't in charge of that one. No, Brownie <laughs> Brownie wasn't doing a heck of a job <laughs> at the TSA. <laughs> he had moved on by then. I wonder what Brownie's doing nowadays. Yeah, he hasn't appeared on Dancing with the Stars yet. <laughs> did did uh, did what was the name of John, that? Sean Spicer. Did he was the guy who oh, did that? Oh wow! Yeah, I have a little song about that. That uh, Aquapanu or whatever he said with his password. I did. <laughs> I did a parody of um, Aqualung. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I mean, only. Like a minute, but <laughs> um, so the other thing, um, so that that that's my nine eleven blah blah blah, hardly original, but there it is. Do you, do you have anything you, you want to share? Well, I just remember being kind of thankful that we were working underground because I mean, mm. it was I I it was we just didn't know how far reaching this was or or um, you know when was it going to stop or. What what other targets might? I mean, not that they would ram into our building, but you know, it's like what other targets might there be? And you know, we we probably were pretty low on the list, I guess. But <laughs> uh, literally, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. So change the subject a little bit. Um, I may go get another beverage. Yeah, yeah. You, I, I could take a refill. Okay. Although, All right. although now now the puppy is asleep down here on the floor. Oh, maybe we should just keep going. But You're gonna wake her we... up. All it's right. Okay. Taking a break. Taking a break. Break it down.
You back? Yeah. Hi. I've I'm switched. replying to our friend Eric S. About oh. he made a comment about that on the podcast. Of, no, oh, about the about the David Lynch Dune. Oh yeah. I didn't read that one yet. Yeah, that's a good kind of. <sighs> I switched. So, I switched to Cuddy. Well, I poured a little old tub. Good old tub. Yeah, that's kind of my favorite <clears throat> bargain stuff right now. Yeah, I still like the uh, cabin still. But the last time, I, I hadn't had it for a while, and uh, I got it again, and it it just seemed kind of really sweet. Oh, yeah? I, I went to eat at the Handsome Hog. I decided to treat myself because... Oh, yeah, good old Handsome Hog. Yeah, they moved, good. but... Uh, yeah. Up, up by the cathedral up there, but... um. So it's, it's quite a bit. It's different now, <laughs> but uh, I bet parking's easier. <laughs> I maybe. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it is. You're right. Although there's no, there's no lots around there. I could be wrong, but yeah, I found parking. <laughs> oh, hold hold on a sec. Yep. Sorry, just had a. Do you know where the dog is? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, you never know. Yes, I do. Actually, she's back on the floor. Anyway, sorry, it, handsome hog. But. Uh, yeah, they have good cocktails, and uh, I I tried their gumbo, and um, oh, anyway, okay, back to the the reason I thought of them was because they were using Cabin Still in, in at least one of their um, cocktails, and I said, oh, I have some of that at home, and and uh, the the gal said that uh, this seemed to be kind of a staple there for the bartenders they like it for some reason for that's one of their go-tos for i mean it's inexpensive and and it, it you know it, it has a good taste and but it is it's pretty sweet yeah I, I recall that a little bit um so it must be a more i think that must be yeah that, that one is a more wheat heavy bourbon yeah. than a than a rye heavy one yeah, it's definitely not rye <laughs> i don't think there's any spice in it at all hardly yeah well it's uh that's kind of an old. I, I think that's more of an old-fashioned kind of. No, no pun intended. Yeah. Kind of kind of thing. But uh, yeah, be, no, there that that's a really good um, bottom shelf or real real quality stuff. Definitely. I, it's definitely better than like you know basic Evan Williams or Jim Beam. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Jack Daniels. I I just cannot. I, I can't appreciate Jack Daniels. I I someday I, I want to try. What is it the, about it? It, it to me it has a sweet yet bitter taste to it, which which makes it, of course, taste pretty good in a Coke. <laughs> yeah, um, I think it's good in there, but on, straight or on ice or something like that, it's it it just kind of got this cloying sweet and yet uh, harsh taste to it. My last my, time I had it, my uncle Jeff, that was Jack on ice. That was his thing. So. Yeah, I, I they maybe have a still lot of, is. He's still alive. <laughs> um, high, higher end versions that people say are good, like they they have some single barrel versions and think every all the way up to the fancy Sinatra Select version. <laughs> oh, right, right. Which uh, I I would definitely try if if it was offered, but it's it's one of those. It's like a Johnny Walker Blue level price. Yeah, I'm not gonna go buy it. No, no, I. It can't be that good. <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, it's interesting why people like certain are drawn to certain, you know, flavor profiles or whatever. Probably families of 
whiskey on that family tree kind of thing and more than others like I found out you know I was really into Eagle Rare and I was like oh that's interesting because if they didn't have Eagle Rare I had Buffalo Trade or whatever you just you just find these kind of trees and then you can work your way up the tree I guess but yeah yeah definitely save your money and try something different um so one one of the things that and I think I did not mention this last time we talked on the show was that we we started a new comedy show called Reservation Dogs. Oh, you you might have mentioned that, you started it, but or you were going to. I don't yeah, know. I might have mentioned that we were looking to watch it, but it, it, it's quite new. I it's not even I don't it's yeah. first season yet. You didn't talk about it yet, as far as have from the standpoint of having watched it. <laughs> no, and of course it's another. Uh, it's a venture that involves that Taiko Watiti. Yeah, who, who oh, he's, New Zealand. I, I think he's one of my favorites. <laughs> he, he's great, and, and I mean, I, I know have he's not one of my seen him involved in anything that wasn't good. No, I think he's just a kind of a co-creator and producer on this one. But it, there's a little bit of his influence in the show for sure. Oh, sure. And Is if that, you're he, not not aware of it, it's it's a it, it's basically a lot of Native American characters in this reservation in Oklahoma and kind of mostly centered around this group of uh, like high school age kids who are are trying, trying to kind of find their place in the world. And, you know, they have some, they want to kind of get out of the podunks where they live and, and all that stuff, but it's really good. It also has some really good side characters. And there, there was one episode that was really a knockout for me that, just I just watching it's the third or fourth one where one of the the girls goes uh, deer hunting with her dad oh and that's the whole, that's the entire episode is just them out in the woods and talking about stuff and wow it, it, it's really really good I, I I don't know I'm getting chills just for some reason I'm getting chills yeah just, and uh, it's very it. funny and the characters are good and the music's really well well done and everything like that and so mark mark mother's ball Sadly, no. <laughs> I, it's. I think it's a, a native musician. Oh, well, that makes more sense. <laughs> and it, but there, there, there is pop music mixed into pretty skillfully. So, what was that Native American that Lee uh, liked so much? Red Red Bull or or uh, remember that? Maybe you never listened yeah, to. Uh, I guess I didn't. Or yeah, I, I I made a copy of one of his tapes. So. Yeah, I liked it. I think it was Red Bull. I could be wrong. I mean, they're no Williams and Ree. <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing them at the fair and stuff. So mm-hmm. Williams and Ree. They're, yeah, I guess sorry. they're still around. I, I saw, yeah. I can't remember who's the Native American one. Is it Williams or Ree? Oh, is it Ree? <laughs> I'll say Williams. But um, I uh, see one uh, of ma- us would be right. <clears throat> many years ago. Um, Jody and I were at, uh, oh, some seafood place. Oh, it's a chain. I can't remember the name of it, but, uh, Red Lobster. No, it was, uh, Long John Silver. <laughs> no, you're going down. It was up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, uh, Long John almost. Silver's. Everything tasted the same. <laughs> no matter what it, you got. But it Long was John. covered that it had that amazing fried <laughs> Packing peanut stuff that everything sits on. <laughs> everything was exactly the same flavor, <laughs> no matter what you, but what, what you got there. 
the French fry, the hush puppies were a little different. I don't know. It's a, it's a chain that's a little higher end. Um, oh, oh, is it um, McCormick oh, and Schmidt? Yes, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good stuff. Yeah. We we were there and and uh, and and there came the uh, the Native American or I guess they said the Indian um, at uh, of Williams and Ree. And yeah. uh, I I was like, oh my gosh, that's that's so and so. And we were at the bar and they were at a table. I they, I think they were getting ready to do a show at a casino or something. He was with a a young lady. I don't know if it was like. Uh, a handler or something. I don't know what the deal was there. But Manager? Maybe, yeah. maybe that's not the right word. Handlers, I, I think maybe not the term they use anymore. But. Yeah, I don't know. Rep. Rep. A rep. Somebody this. Uh, I don't think it was like a companion of sorts. But whatever. Maybe it was his yeah. girlfriend. I don't know. I didn't ask. Yeah, it could but have been a special lady. You never know. He was sit, sitting behind me and I was like, oh my gosh. You know, and of course Jody's like, who? <laughs> you know, I don't know if they made oh, it. Oh, you don't know, do you? I don't think they made it to Michigan, but. Um, oh, but one they, of the other. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say they were on some country TV channel, video channel for a while, but yeah. I don't know. I But I did, I did work up the. I was like, I don't want to bother him, but I just said, on the way out, I just. When we got our table, I was we were waiting at the bar until we got our table, and I just said, "Oh, I, hey, I, I, I don't know what I said exactly, but I said I really uh, got a kick out of you, <laughs> you know, at the fair and stuff when I was growing up and stuff." So, who's that? One thing that's cool about uh, this show also is is it has the actress Zon McLaren. You know who he is? McLaren, sorry. No. I, I I probably do if I saw him. I don't know the name. So, I don't know if you've seen anything he's been in. I don't watch anything. <laughs> yeah, probably not. So, his I, I first saw him in Longmire. That's oh. another really fun show that you should watch. Um, uh, he plays the uh, reservation police chief sure. in that show. He's really good in that. He oh, is, Longmire, he, yeah. Yeah, Longmire's great. Um, he also has he's play, he like plays this weird assassin guy on one of the seasons of Fargo. <laughs> <laughs> he's really really good in that. Well, another show I wanted to watch. Yeah, that, and I think you'd really like that show. But yeah, I don't watch anything. Um, yeah, and he uh, and apparently he showed. Yeah, he's also in Westworld in the second season as a small character. But, no kidding. Yeah, he comes up a lot of things. He's really really good. But he's in he he plays a police guy. In uh, reserva- reservation dogs, okay, and so he's he's fun. He's he, he isn't one of the main characters. He just shows up sometimes, but it's fun to see him. Yeah, yeah, okay. He's great, um, great actor there. So, so they, I highly recommend that. That's an that's a Hulu show. Um, where you, you said it's it's centered in Oklahoma. Do you know where it's filmed? Is it in uh, Oklahoma? It sure looks like it is. Well, um, maybe. I wonder where it's filmed, I mean. Yeah, I don't know. That's uh in a studio in Burbank, Sad, California. Enough, um well it says it's an indigenous American cast almost entirely. And it's also shot entirely in Oklahoma. Oh, good. Maybe they so, get a special tax break for being in Oklahoma too. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it could be. I mean some of the people in it might be from there. And one of the and one of the main characters is named is cheese cheese yeah 
I wonder um, if that's a reference to government the, cheese. A couple of the other the other characters are one's named Bear Small Hill. There's one guy named Cheese, and then there's another one called Willie Jack. Okay. And there's somebody named Bear in there too. Well, oh, I, I remember, I don't know if I've told this story before, but when I was oh, a kid. Oh, and Zahn McLaren, his, uh, his character is named Officer Big. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. When I, when I was a kid, my dad had a couple of um, people helping him with, you know, he'd have these rentals and they'd need to be repainted every time somebody left, basically, because they cleaned and stuff. And I'd help paint and it was... Uh, Yakima Bad Hand and his uh, son, Willie Bad Hand. And uh, Willie Willie was a little, he'd just kind of disappear sometimes. And I would be like, I'd ask his dad, Yakima, I'd be like, where's Willie today? And he's like, well, he went over to this, you know, a different reservation and he's got a wife over there. And, uh, or another wife. (laughs) I don't know if he had more than one wife at different reservations or something, but yeah. I guess Willie got around a little bit, but uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't want to ask Yakima a lot about <laughs> about that. But but you get to working yeah. with with somebody for hours, and you you know finally it was like he, so he he told me some stories about about that. I think he had a relative that was uh, Custer's last name and stuff like that. So oh wow, yeah, yeah. We didn't get into a lot of that kind of thing, but. <laughs> Yeah, he was a good Not guy. Not at all. Yeah. I don't know whatever happened to the bad hands. I'm sure they're still around. They uh, they had a big fight with the bad seeds. No. <laughs> what was that? What's that reference to? I don't even know. Bad seed? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't either. I'm not firing on all cylinders today. Well, neither of us are. Uh, but, 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 you know, we're going to... We, we kind of kind of had to do something, I guess. I think so. And maybe people will... Disagree with us after hearing this, but that's okay. Yeah, right. We're we're working through season two of Ted Lasso. That's no. I I don't you know. I I know we were talking to Lee about that, and he he was kind of disappointed the way the first couple started. And I think it's okay. I I, I think the show kind of goes in a different direction because the first season is so. If any of you have seen it, you'll know it's pretty self-contained in the first season, and they yeah. kind of have to come up with some new things um and so far i i think it's fine i i don't know if it's as good but or or they could have just left it in one season <laughs> well as, that, as that, would that, say. that would have been satisfying too actually if it were a limited show it, like it was that, popular but. enough that they were like oh we got to do another six no and, and and quite frankly it's one of those shows that you even though you know that it probably would be of overall higher quality if it stayed one season the people who make it and who are in it are so fun, and and you you just want to spend more time watching it. Yeah. No, I ran even in... if it's even if it's not as good. There are some shows that are like that. It's like, well, I know this won't be as good, but I just like to get more of it. I ran into that with uh, that series Midnight Diner from out of Japan. That I, I you just kind of get used to the characters, and you're like, oh yeah. I, I guess you have kind of an investment or something, but. It's very comforting to see them again. It's like, oh, I wonder what. Oh, I wonder what's going to happen today with so and so. I guess it's sort of like a soap opera or something. But that's yeah. something we've been talking about, uh, or we do well, talk yeah, about get, off and on. There's, like, there's a comfort, yeah. That why do, why do we watch certain things or 
we no, like no, some things no, more why, than why others. Why do things grab you like like they do? And yeah, I you know like we watched this limited show White Lotus a few weeks ago. It was probably a month ago, but um, which I highly recommend. It's great. But um, I MJ was gonna just watch that, and I I just kind of was there at the beginning, and it kind of sucked me in. Yeah. So, and and it was one of these shows that normally I think I would have not bothered with, but uh, sure. uh, yeah, it really kind of got me from right away. It had kind of a, a good dark humor going, and it has, it has a great cast, of course. And, and Steve Zahn is in it, you know, Minnesota guy. Yeah, he he's very good. But um, and Connie Britton from Friday Night Lights, oh, who's always good in whatever she's in too. I like her. <laughs> And it's another great show, by the way. Yeah, I just... Which we've talked about before, I'm sure, because that, that's I, I, one of those, oh, John doesn't like football, but he really likes Friday Night Lights. <laughs> well, that's that's. I think that's a mark of a cool show, if you can enjoy a show about football, but if you, if you don't like football, there must be some good character stuff and stories. It, and... It, it, yeah, it's great character stuff, yeah. Yeah. But I guess you can make anything interesting. Uh, No comment. Well, that, right, that kind of right proves people. that, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just good storytelling. But yeah, I and mean, it, it, it is kind of funny for, uh, you watching a football show. No, no, and I kind of resisted it for a long time, and finally the overwhelming <laughs> uh, chorus of, of people saying how good it was, I had to try it. So. <laughs> and, um, and and it was a network TV show too, which kind of doubly surprising how good it got. Well, what's what's a show that? Because um, sometimes there's a show that you're like. I think I'm supposed. I think I will like this, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. It's not grabbing me yet. Kind of a, and you're just you. If you invest the time, and and they get better. I mean, of course, Star Trek: The Next Generation or whatever, or something like that. You're like the first. I don't know how many episodes you have to watch before you kind of get into that show. Oh, because ne- it, Next Gen is weird though, because sorry, um, it's kind of clunky or something. It it is very rough in the first season. Yeah, and that that's a flaw in the show, obviously. But one of the things that but um, we stuck with it and it got better. Well, because but but it had this leg up though because it was still based on familiar, you know, yes, you're right, things like you're that. Right. And, it still had the nostalgia. And also, we were so starved for anything remotely like it in those days, or or something you're familiar with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that would have been much rougher going if it had started from scratch like that, not based on original Star Trek. I suppose that's why they have these reboots. It's like, oh, well, people are already kind of invested in these characters or different oh, versions so. of yeah, them. Yeah, it's a safer bet. Safe bet. Than a new property like that. And that that's one reason comic book stuff does so well. Yep. It kind of has a, like, well, this worked. It was popular as a comic book. Why not make it into a, a show? Well, what, one thing about... I, I don't normally rewatch things, but there are some things that every now and then I oh, I feel like watching so and so again. But it's like uh, work work was it was pretty rough. I was putting in quite a few hours, and and that was physically demanding and mentally taxing. And, and I know I don't have the worst job in the world. I can't complain, uh, really. But it was you it, can't it, complain, but sometimes you still do. Maybe my age, it could be worse, but I don't know. There was just, I was like, oh my God. Yeah, but, but the movie Ponyo stuck in my head. It's like, I, oh, I, I need oh, to. Yeah, I bet that's a comfort watch, though. It, yeah. So it's yeah. like a comfort food kind yep. of thing. It's like, totally I need to watch it. Ponyo again. So I did, and, and it was, 
it made me feel good and <laughs> so there's See, that, that there's that kind there, of thing there are too. always things like that yeah what do you have one of those kind of movies well let's see it's a wonderful uh, life <laughs> you know i don't return to that very often no um, i'm just teasing you but no no that's uh yeah holiday movies are kind of in their own weird category that way yeah um i i still really i'll i'll put on casablanca or citizen kane yeah you know anytime just because they're they're so familiar and overall great and, and you see, and you find something new every time with some of those movies. It's especially like, oh, Citizen Kane. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I mean, you that, could watch that. That you could definitely need to watch it more than once, really. But no, no. In fact, I kind of I, I watched <clears throat> it with a, a a friend, not maybe a couple of years ago, who had never seen it, and I think it was he he it was hard for him to appreciate all, everything that was going on in it. I mean, he really liked it, but there's there's so much there. And I think the one reason people have trouble approaching it, besides the fact that it's just super old now, is the, is that all the things that it did that were groundbreaking um, are kind of built into modern TV and sure, cinema now. Sure, sure, That that it's like, well, what's the big deal? Well, it was a big deal in 1940 when it was it, made. It's hard to it's hard to watch it with fresh eyes and context or hist- you know that kind yeah, of yeah. And, and and really the the the, the Kane character in it is very complicated. And yeah, it, you know he's he's not really an antihero, but he's also you know has awful characteristics, and that that's what makes it interesting. Well, when I but, when I when I first yeah. saw it, and in, in sympathetic in, in a in a weird grandi- grandiose sort of way, but um, yeah, when I when I first saw it, I was a you know in in a film class, and and it was like I don't know if I was going to decide to be a film student or something, but in a parallel universe, I'm doing film, I guess. But uh, it was uh, I was like it just blew me away. But I wasn't I was in the right frame of mind for it or something, or I was in the right I watched it at the right time in my development, I guess. Whereas your friend was probably like, I don't know, maybe there was several factors that that didn't. Grab yeah, and him, I, I, he didn't have trouble appreciating because he likes no. old film anyway, so that helps. I mean, a lot of younger folks today really have trouble relating to anything made that long ago, just because the um, the style is so different and the way people acted in old movies is so different. Yeah. All those things. There's so many layers. You the have pacing is different. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Just every. every it's, it's the same way with music and other art that you have to really almost be have education in context to appreciate them. But yeah. Um, no, one of the I've, I've been on this very gradual watch of uh, the Mary Tyler Moore show. Oh, the, the old 1970s one. Yeah, yeah. And been watching a few more now that uh, Ed Asner just passed away, which sure. is a, a bummer, of course. It was a. Well, he had to great, eventually. Yeah, he he was a great actor, but also just su- such a good person, and was so great for progressive causes and charity and. Yeah. Well, just he seemed gave, like a genuinely. He gave good Michael. Person. He gave Michael Moore some money for his first movie, so that was good. Like a hundred bucks. Yeah, or something. he he funded a lot of really interesting things. <laughs> yeah, here's a hundred bucks, kid. And, yeah, and and he is so so good on that show. I mean, the whole show is is of course funny and well-written and all that stuff and it, it, it's it, it's really quite a groundbreaking sitcom but asner is is so good in that show and i he, i've been thinking yeah. about revisiting that one too i remember watching reruns of it i'm guessing maybe i watched through i how how when did it come out 
70. 73, I think, was its first season. Some, you know, maybe I saw some of the original. I think it, it used to be on reruns a lot when we were growing up. Sure. I, I didn't don't watch it much. And, and, you know, it's, of course, uh, the pre-Love Boat, Captain Steubing, um, what's his name? Oh, right. Yeah. Gavin McDowell. Darren, Darren McGavin, yeah. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> I had it backwards. Who, who you know, is so funny about that his character. He's the, the writer, and he's this kind of fussy, you know, cracks jokes all the time. He, he is totally, he's basically a gay character. Yeah. Well, I was wondering. On that show. Yeah. Even though he's not gay, I mean, he, he's married as a wife and all that stuff. But in that, but you know, nineteen seventy-three. Uh, but his the the his mannerisms and everything. If the the show were made later, he would totally be a gay character. They would have just said, yeah. <laughs> and then Ted Knight, of course. Ted Knight is really really funny. <laughs> I, I he was my favorite character when I was a kid watching it. I, I just got a big kick out of him. I don't know why, but. Yeah, and part part of the the everyday, you know, it's it's this classic office workplace show that uh, it's really uh, the, there's always a scene where um, Darren McGavin's character, whose name is Murray, just needles Ted, and Ted is so dim that he doesn't understand he's being made fun of <laughs> by right. by the the by the the, cr- the cranky writer guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so there's always a couple of wide cracks about how dumb Ted is and things like sure. that. Sure. And, and also the other person who I forgot how great, I mean, Mary Tyler Moore is great, of course, but is uh, uh, Valerie Harper, who plays Rhoda, you know, the roommate or housemate. Oh, I forgot about that. And yeah, she, yeah. She is Who so got her funny. own show at some point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, deservedly so. I and mean, she, she really, uh, I'd forgotten how good she is or didn't realize how good she was. Yeah. In that show. Very funny. She just has these great lines and it, it's again it, it's one of these shows that that kind of push the sitcom forward in a lot of ways and even though it's very retrograde of course by today's standards but again it's set it's set a lot of you know things in place that are cliche now or whatever but as any yeah. ground, groundbreaking thing at the time it was like oh that's really different <coughs> And the funniest part uh, that I, I get a kick out of is, of course, it's it's Minneapolis is where it's supposed to take place. <laughs> and you know they 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 put in random uh, exterior shots that are out in somewhere in the Twin Cities. And sure. it's, it's almost always snowing. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like they'll have, of course, it's all shot in Hollywood. But the uh, they'll they'll show the the Mary's apartment, and there's this big window in the background, and half the time there's snow falling. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's Minnesota. It's, it must be snowing. Minnesota. <laughs> and so that that's made clear. And, and the, the the people who wrote it obviously did a little bit of homework, so they 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 seem to get the details <laughs> right about the because they're a news station, yeah, and that news program, and so they have to occasionally talk about the news, and at least you don't hear anything that sounds completely wrong. No. I wonder if the statue is still downtown, the Mary Tyler Moore statue. Oh, it is, I'm pretty sure. I I saw it not too long ago. Oh, okay. No, why would they take that down? I don't know. She was canceled. She has been canceled. How did they do a statue with her throwing the hat in the air, though? How's the hat? uh, Oh, is it in her hand? Like, she's about ready to let go? I I think it's in her hand, yeah. Okay, because they they could do a wire and then have it hanging up there. (laughs) Oh, that theme song, too. I, I yeah, it's got a great theme, and I back they, when they, they used to have theme that, songs. 
back yeah yeah that's the hilarious part that i always or i often think about is how so i tend to skip forward when i watch mtm yeah yes the opening credits are like a minute long (laughs) which seems interminable now like like this whole series where they they put the the names up and she's driving up 35w in her car and walking around lake nokomis or whatever it was and you know all this little the theme song plays and it's all great but but every if you watch a bunch of them in a row it's like oh no (laughs) they didn't have the skip intro version uh button no no and um hulu doesn't seem to believe in that for some reason no i always but i always skip forward it's i think about how little there's basically no intros anymore on shows or or they're or they're very very limited they'll just flash the name of the the, the show up there the, the cold opening yeah yeah well now now even the even the credits now at the end of the show sometimes are like they'll be oh really, yeah really what you're watching is something on the left about what's coming up next you, and then you the credits to, are like you have to pretty much like really fast like work hard to see them <laughs> no you you'd have to record it and pause it and um yeah it's it's funny i, I mean some shows still do the the traditional like the the last two Star Trek series have done very conventional, you know, it has a theme and oh. ships flying around and the, the actors' names come up and all that stuff. That's cool. Um, yeah, they, 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 maybe they, they kind of feel they have there. to. <laughs> no, I think the Trek fans Space. would if they, if they did a quick Star Trek, Picard, boosh, and then they start. Yeah. And that show's coming back for another season. I Picard is? Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I think it starts up in February or something. That was so. that was one of those shows that I I would like to watch. <laughs> I have a list. I, of, I liked it. Yeah, I, I have a list of shows that I I really would like to watch, and a list of shows I should watch, and I'm just not watching anything. But whatever. Well, yeah. some someday. Yeah, my, I, I I lately uh, Hulu has been really on a roll with stuff. I feel like. Oh, I I know. I I feel like I need to get Hulu for a little bit at least. Yeah. It's cheap. I think you should get Sulu. I, sir. Yeah, give Disney your money, man. Oh. Disney. Uh-huh. They own Hulu, too? Yeah, because they got it when they bought out Fox. Oh. It, it's too bad you can't. Disney Plus doesn't have a Hulu option or something. Well, they have a bundle, Phil. You can get. Oh, yeah, but you then can you get, get all, ESPN. So they all, yeah, all three of them for one low price. Oh, it's, it's, the, new, it's the new cable. It, yeah, that's exactly what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> they're just, just um, they're just uh, mini mini cables. <laughs> I yeah, I I, I think bells. so. By the time you add everything, I I suspect it, unless you get every single thing out there, it's still cheaper. Yeah. Oh, cable was yeah. Oh, what a ripoff. <laughs> but yeah, that the the, the consolidation. We're never going to have Xfinity or whatever Comcast as a sponsor. Peacock. <laughs> yeah, oh, Peacock yeah. has Peacock has one show I watch right now, and that that's called AP Bio. What is that? That's a really funny sitcom. I think it started on NBC and then it moved over to streaming only. And AP that, Bio. Yeah, it's um, it's I think it's in its fourth season, and it, it's about this uh. I think he's a philosophy, you know, guy like like writes writes books and things like that, and he he works Strange. in university. 
and he gets he he like I think he gets fired from his university job. He's like a snooty academic, and he goes home um, to to his hometown in Dayton, Ohio. Okay. And he gets a job at his like this high school there teaching AP biology. Oh, I get it. Okay. And he just hate you know he hates it. It's kind of like he's just you know bitter and stuff. I don't know. That reminds me of one of my. One of April's teachers, I wonder if had a similar circumstance. Oh, I bet there's a few. Yeah, <laughs> and he doesn't know anything about biology, of course. And the people in the class are are like again, they're APs, so they're the high performing students, and sure. all they want to do is study and work on things. And he's just like, no, fuck this, and we're not going to do this. And <laughs> they, they do these weird. It, it, yeah, it's it's it, it's a funny show. And one of the great things about it is that the the high school principal is uh, played by Patton Oswalt. Oh, oh, okay. It, I did. I is, have heard he about is that. Hilarious in that. I show. have heard about this show. Who's, who's the that? main character? Who, who's the actor that plays? Oh, I should know. Now, all right, well, fine. The narrator can tell us. <laughs> I don't know this show. I watch Western reruns like Bonanza and Gunsmoke, uh, Glenn Howard, in or something. Maybe I think the Ramones are in it. For all I know, Tom Bennett, Tony Bennett. Uh. Jerry Lee Lewis, Lyric, or Lyric Lewis. I'm just reading something, but I'm a little tipsy here, and I don't know what I'm reading. <laughs> He's somebody you recognize. I know. I, I have heard about that show, actually. Yeah, it's it's very funny, very sarcastic. When you they, said they Pat do, and Asphalt, I remembered. They did a couple Asphalt. of... Uh, Asphalt. <laughs> they do a couple of holiday episodes that are very funny, including <laughs> this one called... Katie Holmes Day. <laughs> if, you, if you go Google that, it's it's the maybe the best episode of the show where where apparently the whole all the characters, unbeknownst to the the main guy, have this thing they 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 celebrate the actress Katie Holmes once a year. <laughs> they have all these weird rituals and stuff. It's it's funny, <laughs> and he's not in on it. Yeah, he doesn't understand. I was like, why are you guys all into Katie Holmes? <laughs> oh. That was so. yeah. I remember hearing about that show. Now that you mention it, it's like, oh, that sounds funny. Yeah, it's another. I think it's a, a little Lauren Michaels project. No, Lauren. He's 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 in there. He's, he's still there. kicking. Yeah, he's still making stuff. The other thing that's funny is that um, this other show. I feel like all we do is watch TV. Um, <laughs> this show I, called I um, Nine Perfect Strangers. That, what? Um, Nicole Kidman's in. Um, oh. It's based on a novel that a lot of people know that I don't, but that one is uh, co-created by David E. Kelly. You remember him? Yeah, but I don't he, know why. Because he was the one that did Ally McBeal, like oh, stuff. sure, sure. And that was Boston that was another Legal, Boston Legal, which I used to love. That was another one of those because, you know, groundbreaking um, things. William Shatner and what's his name? <laughs> Yeah, that was a fun show. <laughs> I, I bet it doesn't hold up, but I, I loved it when it was out. Shatner. Shat- Shatner and... Um, oh, yeah. Sutherland? Uh, no. Uh, no. What was the guy's name? Uh, some guy from the 80s. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. You know I what I'm the, talking about. The narrator. Oh, for crying out loud. What is with you two today? Uh, James Spader. But Candace Bergen was in it also, and... Uh, the uh, the music was by uh, Danny Lux. <clears throat> oh, I'm still going. 
Oh, yeah, I, anyway, I watched. Great. I think, yeah, they, I, think I watched a couple of those episodes with you. I think. But. Yeah, they had these great scenes where they sit out on their balconies. Oh, right, and right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, no, I like that part. And Rene Abajawa, you know from. Uh, oh. Remember him? No. Oh, he's he was in a lot of stuff. I think he was in Soap and and, and Deep Space Nine and. Uh, uh, Jeez, he was in like uh, the original film version of MASH, and he was in Police Academy 5, Assignment Miami Beach. Oh. He nine and wow. stuff. Yeah. Okay. He was also in it. I don't remember the Another name. lawyer show. Yeah, he made a lot of stuff, but yeah, he, he's a, apparently he's still working, David E. Okay. Kelly. Okay, good. So that, that's a good show. Uh, it's interesting. Um, nine what? Nine Perfect Strangers. Huh. Okay, um, I think that's another limited series one. So those are oh, those are the hot thing now. They'll bring them if it's real popular. They'll be unlimited. Yeah, that's <laughs> I kind of think that happened with Midnight Diner too because it, I think they only had two seasons and then like I think years later, Netflix said, "Oh, this is really popular for some reason. Let's get everybody back together and do a third season." So, and it, it was still good. It wasn't. I wouldn't. It was one of those shows that. I just liked seeing the characters and I, it again, you know, it was, um, comforting. So, you know, it wasn't one of those shows where it's like, Oh, they really didn't need a third season because they didn't develop the character of X or whatever. It was just kind of more more the same thing, but you're okay with that. You know? Yeah. (laughs) Oh man. I tell you. Fine. Yeah. I guess I, I don't know. I'm fading out. Yeah. I don't know if I was, I never faded in. I don't think quite, but yeah, no, I yeah. fine. We had to do something. Yeah. We'll get, we'll get somebody get mad at us. Yeah. Well, that means they're paying attention. Well, maybe this will, that maybe we'll have Glenda to have a, will, will get on our case pretty soon. No, even she hasn't. <laughs> she, like, she's like, whatever. She understands we're busy. But no, no, no. Okay, don't. man. Well, I hope, hope you're recovering and. <laughs> I, I hope I am too. Oh, uh, I don't know. It's been a weird, weird few weeks. All right, it's been a hard day's night. But it was nice talking with you as always. Yes, that's right, Phil. Um, well, good night. Good night. Here's the song. Time drags, a tense of paste, an afterthought that you misplaced. Moon-faced, double-spaced, a shit-faced database. Time moves in a tense of paste.
ask not what you can do. I did not have sexual relations. Read my lips. Nothing new. Hola. I'm going to have fun editing this one. <laughs>